That's enough of that. Hey guys, Adam Ray here, doing the intro for this week's episode a little bit rogue style because I forgot to do it. So I'm doing it from the Westfield Mall in San Francisco, California. Uh, today's episode is a doozy. He's an ALN favorite, might be our world record holder for most ALN appearances. It's Brent Morin, baby. I'm so excited for this episode. It's got everything you want silliness, goofiness, fun, falls, uh, heart, sadness, tears, love. Fucking, it's awesome. Um, so follow Brent Morn at Brent Morn on Twitter and Instagram. Go see him live. He's touring all over the country. And uh, and his new podcast is called The Lines Then. So check that out. Me, this weekend, I am going to be, oh, I can't wait, Hyenas in Dallas, Texas, baby. Hyenas Comedy Club, March 12th to the 14th. You can get all those uh, ticket information, tickets and information, tickets, and get everything at adamraycomedy.com. Again, that's Hyenas Dallas, uh, March 12th to the 14th. Come out and see me. And, uh, and then next week after that, it's Vegas, baby, at the uh, Laugh Factory in the Tropicana, March 16th to the 22nd. Come out and see me in Las Vegas. Bunch of tour dates being added, more coming, more announcements coming, uh, a couple cartoons I'm on that are coming out, a movie that I'm starring in is coming out. So uh, get ready for more exciting news. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Brent Morin, baby. That was too close. Let's start the show. Be good to see you. This is so real. <laughs> I like what you said that when you came in. Yeah, well, we definitely so didn't have. Well, let's be honest. The. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Good start. Oh my I god. Take it back. These chairs are a little fucked. Nobody comedy prat falls better than Brent Moore. That was on, that was on pur- wasn't on purpose. I almost hit right over. Dude, you just reminded me of when I went to my first taping of Undateable, and you yeah. did a some sort of trip behind the couch or out the door. Oh, I think yeah. it was out the bar. Oh, right, you did yeah, a lot of probably. trips out of the bar, mm-hmm. and it was uh, like an up, up a step, up a couple steps, and I remember like them wanting to do a rehearsal, and you were like, "No, let's just like do it," and I was like, "And dude, you, it was like it was very Chevy Chase esque, who I feel like is yeah. the king of uh, Pratt Falls. He was, yeah, that John looked, Ritter as well. That looked so real right there. That was real. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to see the view, and then I tipped over. Yeah. I feel so fat today. Well, at least you said you had in and out for the first time in a while. Dude, it's like a fucking baby in here. You got to treat I'm yourself. Breathing now. I had Chick Fil A for the first time in a uh, in a while uh, a couple weeks ago, and that was one of those again, like, oh yeah, like I feel what a great choice, me. Yeah. And then ten minutes later, you're like, ah, I guess I'm gonna get a new pillow. <laughs> and you're like, I, uh, sweating shit inside all my over body. It. Yeah, <laughs> shit all over. Oh, you don't shit yourself after you eat uh, Chick Fil A. Um, Last time you were here, we didn't have this backdrop. No, you didn't have. It's just like a, uh, doing an interview on fucking, you know, something funny. Yeah. Uh, Inserted joke. <laughs> Remember when we give up on improv? Yeah, yeah. I did just, that on your I just podcast. Gave up my own. Yeah, yeah. Then. There you go. Yeah. Man, improv's Man. tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good go-to. I did it a few times on stage where I was like trying to. By the way, there's nothing worse than trying to handle a heckler and then just coming up short with. Oh yeah. A slam, and then you're just like. So then I said that once. I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be my go-to to get some laugh and to quickly get out of the moment where it was like, oh yeah, and then and that and so, sir. Well, it sounds like that you you definitely have had a couple, uh, and you need to figure. Well, boy, improv's <laughs> tough. And then they just kind of laugh. Yeah. At you. But if they don't laugh, they're like, yeah, it is tough. Maybe you should get better at it. Yeah, I say, uh, 
when my brain stops, I just go, you know, and insert something funny. I just say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I completely run out of like exactly what I want to say, and because uh, sometimes it leaves us. You forget everything, dude. You know? I, I, it's crazy. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how much we talk just for like now. I mean, the Lions Den Pod, rocking yeah. and rolling. What six episodes deep? Eight today. Wow. It's like, this shit's tough, man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, right? <laughs> it's like an actual job. But you've crushed it. You had on Swartzen, me, Dalia, yeah. uh, Sona. I just, uh, yeah, was Sona great. was great. And, then and, we're doing and what is it exactly? Because I don't know what it is. Brent and Jason Collings do a yeah. podcast called The called Lions. Called The Lions Den. And we have guests like you. We've had Kerry Rhodes from the, who was an NFL player. Yep. Uh, but then we started doing solo ones too. Like a thing I call Sunday Brunch for Mondays. Yes. Where it's like just 11 a.m., my house. We do like just me, Jason, and uh, this kid, Will, who's a producer. Producer, yeah. And that's actually really enjoyable. You're going to find that that is actually going to be more fun. And I think a good way to look when Brad and I started doing it, it was like it was just him and I. And we were like, okay, let's get people on board with that. Yeah. But then you, you know, look, having guests on helps grow numbers, helps get people interested. You have access to people that a lot of pods like I'm sure when D Quaid comes on. I know he said he would. Yeah, he will. It's just about timing. A guy I like, like that. They called him D Quaid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dennis Quaid for the people that don't know <laughs> who D Quaid is. D Quaid, DQ. I'll never, I'll never experience a cooler moment than seeing Dennis Quaid walk into the comedy store, look and say, "Do you guys know where Brent Morin is?" And you're just like, <laughs> "You were in inner space," uh, and and a lot of other of my favorite movies. And then to walk in, see him give Brent a hug, and then sit down in the back and just belly laugh at Brent. I'd never seen him do stand up. I find after. And had texted you. Yeah, I, I just would throw it out to him like, hey, but because we were doing that show together, I was like, hey, if you want to come by the comedy store, you know, feel free. And he's like, and I gave him the times. He never texted me back. He just showed up. <laughs> so I didn't even know that he was going to come. Just old man style. Yeah, so we just went, hey, <laughs> Dennis yeah. Quaid is looking for you. And I went, ah, Jesus, really? And then I got real nervous because you want to be funny and you want to be cool in front of that guy. That guy doesn't need in and out. Yeah. And then when you said D Quaid, I didn't know if you were talking about D Wade or that that Australian little person who got bullied because his name is like oh D Quaid 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 yeah there's yeah. Quaid and D Quaid what is that yeah yeah what do you, did you see that yeah you hear about this <laughs> yeah we talked about that on the po- uh, podcast Jason and I were talking about what Brad did and yeah. how great it was and then we were also talking because this is such an internet how thing how awful humanity is to immediately pull the rug out from under yeah to think that he's uh, fake or 18 or something yeah. like that it's really tricky to talk about anything without getting a blog written about you so yeah. I try to stay away from things although we didn't uh, <laughs> yeah, although we went but then it, yeah. on the podcast we even look it up again and he is nine, right? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Why do people do shit like well, that? Well, here's the thing. I've been texting with Brad. Even like Fahim and um, uh, Sam Tripoli asked me last night at the store. They're like, so what's going on with Brad and that thing? And I'm like, am I the in to yeah. the dwarf community? And <laughs> Fahim goes, you put in your time. You did. And, uh, you put in your time. and I go, and I, well, I have been texting with him because I am also genuinely curious. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I have a direct line. Let me f- see what's going on. And he... Uh, Right out of the gate, we just, you know, was kind of just celebrating what what he did and what happened and and what the next move was and how much money. Like when I texted him, I said, dude, I can't believe like $30,000. And then literally when I texted him that and he responded, he goes, it's now over 170. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. Because they were trying to reach 10 grand, right? Yeah. And then, uh, but then he, you know, the thing is a lot of those people that were kind of, the videos that were popping up, one was like world star hip hop and it was him with like like trying to be a rapper with money but I'm like dude my five year old nephew takes after my brother-in-law and pretends to rap so that to me wasn't like a defining he's 18 he knows how to rap like somebody was like he said the n-word I'm like okay well like (laughs) well whatever no not whatever you're gonna be like like, when I was nine I really (laughs) threw that around no but I'm saying like 
Dude, his mom also seems very, uh, as somebody put it, kind of like, you know, just, you know, not about not trying. I mean, the fact that she taped him, I don't know how many times he got, bull- like that happened before she yeah. was like, fuck it, the world needs to see this. If they had asked for cash and been like, like, look what's going on. Like, you motherfuckers, like, make yeah. this right. Send money. Send, make it, make him, you know, give him an experience that's right. the opposite of this. Then maybe you could be, part of me also want to be like, hey, maybe Brad's in cahoots with this kid, you know? And they're trying to split, <laughs> and they're going to split the money, you know? That's the ideal uh, scenario. But it, um, Crap. Cash and grab right yeah, now. but no, Brad was like, no, it's, uh, they're actively investigating because they've been talking with Ellen and, uh, and Ellen's uh, pe- people were trying to be like, because they don't want to have, uh, yeah. was it moose on their face? What's the what's the the metaphor? Shit, no, egg on your face. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Moose <laughs> <laughs> on your face. Plus, also is, is... <laughs> like hair moose. Yeah. No, I, I think I was thinking an actual moose. <laughs> is yeah. Disney World the place you want to send a little person to? Honestly, Jason Collins and I talked about that, and Jason, we call him Smooth Bully. The (laughs) hardest thing, and he has a great relationship with Brad as well. He fucks with Brad all the time, just like you do. Brad, you know, because you know know somebody's joking, who cares? Of course. But uh, Brad does a great thing, too, first of all, where he... He makes you feel comfortable about. Yeah, he's great. He, he goes out of his way to make you like making the first joke, self-deprecating. It's truly uh, brilliant. But at the same token, I think sometimes people that don't have the rapport with him that they need to have to be able to throw back. I've seen people. I've seen him make them comfy, and then them them being like, "So like, are all midgets? It's cool." And you're, yeah, Dude, you don't long, get to say that. Yeah. You've met him sick for six minutes. Yeah, right. but he makes you feel so. So what did Jay? Uh, about well, Jason, because it's. I was laughing on it too because he was trying to speak about it because we were talking prior to that, even if it was fake, which it's not, uh, it's still a good thing to promote for anti-bullying. Oh, yeah. So, and there's no way 18 or 9 that this kid wasn't bullied in his life. That's what he did if he was 18 and he he cried from getting bullied. I'd be like, hey, man. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. a couple weeks ago I cried from a bank commercial but it was like it wasn't bullying but the same thing like your emotions are still very fragile and 18 is still a very and he's not but uh, and also even if they had even if he was this is what I was trying to like you know uh, compartmentalize where I was like alright if he's 18 or I'm sorry if he's an actor still but not 18 or, or I'm sorry if he's 18 and an actor <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> When you got moose on your face, no. If he's a, if he's an if he's an actor, yeah. And that video was still though real, which I think it was because the it, it just you know you can just I think we all have our instincts and our our uh, perception levels at at uh, and and observation uh, skill sets at a high level being in the acting stand up world, right? You you have uh, these very um, dialed in connections to like the human behavior. So when I'm watching this video, I'm like, there's no way this kid is acting this. And then I have to meet that halfway and go. Okay, fucking Tom Hanks pretended to be Forrest Gump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And uh, but but then I was like, well, even if this kid is an actor and he's a celeb, because there are all these pictures of him with all these cool athletes. I'm like, oh, maybe he was like a big deal. But guess what? That doesn't negate the fact that you can still be uh, bullied and have your your world turned upside down. Exactly. Yeah, and all Jason Great, said was no, he just made that one thing, and he goes at uh, ten grand, they raised like three hundred k or something. And, Ten grand for him to go to Disney World, and he he just had to make a comment. He goes, which you know for him, be very limited experience. And I was like, <laughs> and I was no, like, yeah, he had to, and he's right. Yeah, because I agree. You're saying because of the hype for the yeah, because he can't be on anything. I would like to think that that they will step <laughs> in, and Disneyland will acknowledge who he is, and well, they're not going to put him on a fucking roller coaster. That's about safety. He'll go flying out of the goddamn. They're going to have him work the roller coaster. 
that's the real talk. You know how many people are going to ask him where the bathroom is? Yeah. You're just like, yeah. I don't work here. Yeah. He'll be well, stuck Brad, on the swings. Whatever Brad worked is. there, you know, so he had... Uh, Brad did work there, really? Yeah, he was a in, uh, an escort uh, for the... Uh, for the, Snow White. The, yeah. He basically would like... Because, you know, it's the same thing that okay. I had playing Wolverine Universal. Yeah. We have PAs. Uh, I guess they were called escorts at Disneyland. But we had PAs that would basically follow you around that if like, look, I would get a lot of Japanese men that would like hit me with their umbrellas. I don't know why. They're like, someone said something really? about an escort? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys that were like, dude, I don't know. I would they, they would tug on me a lot. A lot of like older Filipino ladies would just pull me out of pictures with other families into their pictures. Oh, wow. And then with my claws, I would always, after a while, like the first few days. <laughs> the first I few, was with my claws. <laughs> the first few days, I was like, don't ruffle feathers. Like, just get dragged. Yeah. And then after about a couple months, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. fucking take a picture, bitch. You know? And uh, <laughs> I was like, is that Wolverine's catchphrase? And, uh, and so, uh, so Brad would, would help chaperone them because also there would be like, dude, drunk dudes, apparently Brad would tell me, that would like, not cop feels on like Snow White, but like, they would be like, yeah, can I get a kiss? And Brad would have to be like, you can't do that, sir. Like, wow. Yeah. Has there ever been a more accurate thing said in L.A. than I was with my claws? Because it's like a combination of pathetic and real. Oh, dude. Here's That's the name of your bio. I was with my claws. Yeah. It means nothing, but it means everything. Well, they had they asked me to turn in my claws when I got fired. <laughs> if you want to talk about a true San Marks crime. No, my boss literally goes, hand in my claws. I go, you could have let me walk out of here without saying that. Handed your claws. And then I go. To, here's here was a really humbling moment one night, and in and, and we can talk about just jobs in general prior to stand up. But I was, you know, when we we're hustling at the mics. You know, we were doing the haha bunch, the store mics, the the potluck sign up. Yeah, I was there signing up, waiting for two hours longer than I was supposed to go up because Tommy just kept letting paid regulars come in. And now I'm going up at like, I don't know, twelve fifty uh, in the morning, and I had worked a long Wolverine shift that day. And some guy comes up to me afterwards and goes. Dude, and I was talking about Universal because that was my world. And he comes up to me and he goes, dude, you took a picture with my family today. And I go, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, dude. And he holds up his phone. And he goes, that's you. I go, can you let me just yeah, yeah. be away from that? That's it's almost one in the morning, dude. Can you let the two things be separate for one day? I forget. What jobs did you? you well, Conan. Conan, yeah. I was a PA for Conan. Yeah. For four years so you had a also i think you and i shared a similar thing with that like i you know i always to do something entertainment based right and even like waiting tables i put that in a entertainment type uh job because you're interacting all the time you're having to flex your personality be funny if you want also uh the amount of people like the amount of people that fucking mark is like served and met and and made connections with it's like that i feel like is still like a a part of that world but you never want to do like what a temp or like a, a delivery job or no. I mean, I was uh, Conan. I, when I got that job, I was like, oh, thank God, I'm in something in the the business. But before that, I was a waiter, a flower delivery guy. You deliver uh, flowers? Yeah, like to places like this. And then I was also a flower pickup guy. Pick? Not like if they hey, he wants the flowers back. I wasn't like that yeah. guy. <laughs> but at weddings, like people rent flowers for tables and shit. So you go pick them up after the wedding was over. I was a construction worker. Uh, I did some electrical work too. You got I, the vibe of like a like a guy who could play a construction worker in a I, commercial. I, right now, I feel that way. I feel <laughs> right. fat as shit. Not no, that all construction not at all. workers it's are fat. Beard. Here comes the blog. Calls. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I got that job in construction, and I don't know what I was doing. And I truly, truly hope that that place is uh, not occupied, because there's some real, <laughs> real bad malfunctions there. <laughs> Uh, like some shit, what dude. Kind of they had me soldering and shit. 
I don't know how to do that. I so I'm up in the is. roof where these lights are and stuff and having to like solder wires together. And after a while, you're just up there a while. So you just, and you don't know what you're really doing. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I guess everybody else kind of had like. How did you get that job if you had no clue? Uh, I was under the table stuff through a friend of mine. Nice. They That's were like, yeah, just work on the crew, you know. And uh, he'll teach you how to solder. <laughs> Sounds right? like a great friend. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was fucking rough, but it was, uh, I actually liked that job. In Connecticut or here? That was here. I was up in uh, Mountain View, California for, I think, 20 days. I lived at a Super 8 motel with this guy, Arturo and Jesus, who we went up together. That was actually a great time. It was like a group of us. We all grew mustaches, and we were in Mountain View, California, near Stanford. <laughs> it sounds like a great life. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because you would work like 20 hours. It was hourly. And then you go back and you booze, and then you go to work the next day. And then Jesus, who's super religious, and he was the hardest working one. He just was taught himself everything. Had a wooden cross, and then he would read the Bible to people sometimes, and that uh, was just hilarious. Is the Bible better when you're drunk? Yeah. 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 Do you think you were just envisioning Jesus, and you called him Jesus? <laughs> you think you were tripping out, drinking up there? Shit, maybe. <laughs> we're smoking pot too. Dude, there's something about those little like chapters of life or even like where you're you know living in a different part also there's gonna come a time when you play a role where you're gonna have to access that yeah. type of a don't you think well that and it was just like then you start we were there for so long we weren't planning on being there that long you're in a super eight motel so you start to know people there and then uh i remember like we all grew mustaches so we all became men you know like for some of us that were like some of them were actual construction workers and then some of us were just posers like me and so when I had, God damn it, In-N-Out, uh, when I had the, uh, <laughs> oh, it's you get the In-N-Out burps. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. The burger burps are the worst. But uh, I Say even remember like uh, we went to a bar and uh, we had our mustaches and I had the flannel on. I, I felt like Kevin Costner in a movie. You were. Like I had the white fucking undershirt with the flannel open, backwards oh, yeah. hat, you know, like tin cup. And I had the mustache. And I remember I met these girls from Stanford and I couldn't feel more like I'm the blue collar townie and she's the Ivy League girl. And I met this girl and then ended up staying in her dorm and I had oh. a night. Oh my God, oh, yeah. mustache? Yeah. I was like true like, and I really think she thought of me as like lower class kind of like townie guy. Yeah. Like, ooh, look what I'm doing. Well, I'm you were exotic to her that. for sure. Oh yeah. Felt like a man drinking Th beer. This doesn't sound like something you would normally do. No. I'm, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> I take the risk. Yeah. I was scared of women my whole life, so I started taking risks. Yeah, there's... Oh, some... that sounds terrible. Cut that part. <laughs> that, that's not... I had no context. That wasn't funny. That made no sense. There's something about, too, just being in a different... I mean, dude, I remember when I used to open for Bobby and, like, be in a different city for the first time. You feel so... Especially by yourself, like... Like, do you even, can you even like take yourself back? I don't know if that was your first one, but move, moving from Connecticut out to the West Coast and just being by yourself for the first time is like an insanely empowering, scary, exciting. You're yeah. like, oh, I have no, I'm in control of everything that I'm going to do from this moment on. There's no house I'm going back to yep. that's where I have to check in. Uh -huh. You know, even though you might have your folks checking in on the phone or whoever, you're like, every choice and decision moving forward is on me, yep. which is kind of terrifying. I remember the moment like my mom came out and moved me out and hugging her goodbye and actually feeling like sad a little bit. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, I was like, this is awesome. Hoorah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have no rules anymore because I had strict parents, so. They were strict, huh? Well, just like, I was very respectful of them, so. My dad is my hero, so he's like 50 feet tall to me. So when he tells me 12:30 curfew, it was 12. I was I was home. 
regardless early? i'd be home early yeah yes sir you know shit like that uh never drank in high school because my dad was like if i ever catch you drinking you're not going to college which i thought was kind of counterproductive <laughs> yeah you know so i was i just didn't <laughs> take risks i wouldn't i would take life risks like street losing and have my friend follow me in a car and going 40 miles an hour and stuff like like doing stupid shit yeah but like but women home. were terrifying to me i'd go to a party because my friends would make me go to the party and i was scared there you know and then if a girl was like hey brent why don't we hang out and I just remember this, that she was the prettiest girl and she uh, had been drinking and she liked me. And I don't know why. And I was scared of her and I was a junior. And she was like, if you hang out, I'll make it worth your while. You know, and I was a virgin. And I was like, well, uh, I really gotta get home. And I went home. Yeah. And then she like slept with my friend. And of course, oh, I just remember yeah. thinking like, what would happen, Brent? Like worst case, if I came home late, maybe I'm grounded you know and i came to terms like at 18 i was like okay brent the things in life that i regret are usually the things i don't do and the things i thought were a big deal later in life i realized weren't so i think what if is the worst question you can ask yourself and our imaginations be our best friend and our worst enemy so take the risk go to a stanford dorm and see what happens you know she could have robbed me i don't know and trust me sometimes it's very regretful yes but <laughs> i started <laughs> thinking like i gotta all this shit that I'm scared to do, I gotta, I gotta do it. Well, it's also in our business. By the way, how great was that quote I made up? That was huh? fucking incredible, <laughs> by the way. Can we play that back? He just, Can we write he just that down? Yeah, it sounds like that was amazing. That's what you do when you have all this pent-up virgin energy. When you're at high school <laughs> and you're sitting in your goddamn bedroom just listening to Linkin Park as loud as you can, and you just start thinking about women. And, By the way, I man. think I listened to virgin energy after I listened to Linkin Park. <laughs> hey, guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Man, it's good to be back. And you know what? The best part about being back is sharing the goodies with you, the fans. I love candles, okay? You know from listening to this podcast, we've always had candles living around the apartment and now my new place. And um, I'm tired of buying the bullshit candles from the store. I want some personal touch. I want something handmade. So that's why I found Hangover Candle Company. That's right. Homemade by a bartender in Fort Collins, Colorado. He's a big comedy fan, podcast fan, reached out, said, I love the pod, would love to send you some candles. I'm like, I'm not comfy giving you my address. He's like, come on, trust me. I was like, all right, let's roll the dice. Boom. Now I've got fucking 40 different flavors of Hangover Candle Company candles in my place. Um, They're cut, sanded, poured, packed, and shipped, all by him. Um... And you can choose from over 200 different containers, okay, to build your candle in. And over 40 different scents to create your own uh, smell. You can customize your own scent. Shit, man, they've got flavors like uh, fucking root beer, apple pie, cinnamon stick, coffee, fresh cut grass, uh, hazelnut, lavender, leather, maple syrup, peach, pine, sandalwood, spearmint, sea breeze, vanilla bean, watermelon. Go to Hangover Candle Co. uh, on Etsy, okay? Go to Etsy. Type in Hangover Candle Co. It'll pop up the shop and then pick your candles and then use the promo code ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. 25%. Hangover Candle Co. is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, But again, go to Etsy, type in Hangover Candle Co., find the candles and the smells you want, create your own, and then use ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. I love candles. They're great for any occasions, bar mitzvahs, circumcisions, uh, fucking weddings, funerals, gender reveal parties, uh, divorce parties, uh, coming out parties, coming in parties, coming parties. These candles are the shit, and they're my fave, and I want you guys to have them. So type in Etsy.com, and then type in Hangover Candle Co., and, uh, and pick your candles and use ALN25 at checkout for 25% off. All right? Start smelling better. Start looking better. Start feeling better. Okay? Because everybody farts. Candles are a great way to get rid of that. 
And now back to the episode. Yeah, that there's something about, and this is why you're such a good comic. Like you, you have like yes ended so many experiences in life. Yeah, you have to. It's what I used to bust uh, uh, Delia's balls about too when I oh, was yeah, with him in Denver, and I was like, "You want to go to the zoo? Like oh, we're in Denver, they got a great zoo. My buddy has a friend who works there. Like, how many times do you have a friend that works at the zoo that can get you in and <laughs> oh, say Wolverine 40? at Universal? And <laughs> <laughs> then my friends are in there, uh, and so so I was like, "Let's go see some of these animals that you talk about in your act." It was when he was doing that's true. I think the uh, yeah. uh, the one of the bird bits peacock or whatever thing the or peacock thing, bird, yeah, deer, bird, some sort of deer bit, uh, some like a lion, deer. birds in there, there's a lion, there's a bird in there, and uh, I think it was a dragon and uh and i go let's go see the uh, creatures yeah. that you uh discuss in your in your program and he goes uh he's like nah and he's like let's just get coffee and i was like and i i kind of went off on him in a f friendly way of like dude you got like you know how much better those bits will be if we can actually go see the animals live and he's like he's like yeah and maybe they won't and i was like touche let's keep drinking coffee but it was like you can't and look he obviously like does enough to to fill the uh oh don't even get me started with him there, there's some the experiences but I so selfishly was like wanting to be the one because we almost went and I was like, oh, I'm going to be the guy that that turns him to. And maybe yeah. after that, we'll go to a baseball game. You know, we'll go <laughs> yeah. to a concert, like all the things he hates. But uh, but, you know, he obviously brilliantly can pull material from other places. But but I think you are at an advantage He's when you do. He's a man with his convictions, I'll tell you that. A thousand percent. But, dude, the things that you have done, it's like, look how much more you get to pull from. Dude, I'll be honest on, on the Chris topic. I. When I was 18, 19 in college, and I just decided to go do an open mic, Chris D'Elia and Jason Collins were my two friends and first friends in comedy. That's how I met you at the Haha. -Ha. Yeah. And I got in the habit of just hanging out with them. So neither of them drink. So I think like my freshman and sophomore year of college, I never went to parties. I went stand coffee shop, because Chris was always at the coffee shop. Went to class, then stand up, then diner. And coffee shop, class, stand up, diner. And my stand up sucked. I had, first off, 19 year olds don't have anything to talk about anyway, but no. I had nothing to draw from. I had nothing because I wasn't living. I wasn't doing one thing out and about. So at one point I just told her, I go, I'm done with this shit. I'm not going to diners anymore. I yeah. go, I'm going out late and I'm gonna make mistakes and I gotta get to this, this shit. And then my whole act changed, you know? Because you remember the first experience that you had that you brought to the stage where you were like, all right, now I know what it means to have a point of view. Yeah, I think it was, uh, uh, oh man! Great. When we I, come no, back, actually, Brent's gonna have I actually that know memory exactly and more. What it was yeah, okay. It was uh, uh, being bad at leaving. Bit I did. I used to do oh, where yeah. where I was like, might get the car and all that. Oh my! That God. was from going to a party that I never would have gone to. I never would have went out and went to parties. And this is when I was like, through Delia, I met some of my still closest friends that he grew up with, and they had. They had friends. I didn't have friends, and they would take me to cool places. So I'm hanging out with a bunch of, you know, vampires. Just, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just CW vampires just and young shit. Actors. Yeah. yeah, and I'm at this party, and it, everybody's so hot, and I'm like, <laughs> guys and girls, and this so one girl, in LA, yeah. By the way. yeah, and this one girl was like, Bren. And I was like, hey, Jane a Dame. And I was like, it's not even her name. <laughs> and I go, did you just rhyme? And that sparked it. My yeah. friend's like, Jane a Dame. And then when I left, I just remember she goes, bye, man. And I was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta you make it a little, fair it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, everybody was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And that, I wrote, that was my first actual decent bit yeah. I wrote. And it was because I wasn't at a diner. I was actually out Literally. trying and doing something and failing. 
And then, uh, you know, that's what we do. We take failures and try to make them funny. Jesus, so. write that one down too, huh? <laughs> Fucking quote machine well, over here. comedian. Did, did you remember... Uh, you know what you got to do? Just every time I have a quote like that, just cut to me falling on the chair trying to look at a view. It'll take away all credibility. <laughs> that was amazing. We should cut to that. And just every five minutes through this episode. Right after I said, how classy. Oh, okay. moron. Well, thank God the windows are closed. Real big bummer. Imagine. You're like, hey, you got a great view. And then you jump... Because then we never know... Was he? Because you came in being like, dude, I in and out, blah, blah, Yeah, the greatest pratfall ever. You know what the, the problem with that is, too? And I would completely understand if you did it. It would do nothing but help your podcast if you posted it somehow. I know. So We put greatest pratfall, <laughs> yeah. we tag Chris Pratt. Yeah, and, and you have like, somebody, you would have to have somebody else post it, and then you have to be outraged. It's, yeah. It was released. Yeah. But then people would come to your thing, so you'd have that big battle like, is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. And then, <laughs> and then you'd be like, man. Well, we, you know, we shouldn't use the clip. <laughs> How long goes by before we have that conversation? Three weeks. Three weeks? <laughs> yeah, it's three weeks. So you have the week of grief. The second week, you're like, I can't believe that actually happened. It's still not real to me. You guys have a text group. You talk about it. Hashtag, you know, love you guys. Bullshit. <laughs> and then on the third week, you're back at work. Like, oh, man. You know, I watched the clip. Somebody brings it up. You're all thinking it. Yeah, w w was it good? Yeah. I think he'd want us to post it. One of you guys would say that. And then somebody go, we can't post it. One of you'd have to be outraged. Yeah. It's the only way that this works. And then what did we say about what we do, yeah. what we were gonna do? We're committing to the content. We're bigger than this, are we? <laughs> what Brent would want? I don't know if he did it on purpose. Do you know if he did it on purpose? <laughs> Let's ask him. Oh wait, he's dead. He fell all the time at Undateable. Yeah. Never rehearsed. Adam, you keep bringing that the guy fell out of an uneven chair and through a window. The that window wasn't supposed to be open. The window was, it's because the window was broken. This window shouldn't even be open. <laughs> we should sue the building. All right, we're getting distracted. Post a video. And then someone just, <laughs> he, someone just steps up and goes, the fact is he signed the release. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a release. It's right here. God damn it, you signed that. He fell out of the window screaming, why does it have to end like this? I don't think that's how he wanted to go. Now, does the show continue? If you you fall know out, as well as I know what he yelled was, this was real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a <laughs> one of my favorite things after a laugh like that. That I, I try to question. I believe that was a genuine laugh. It was. But one of my favorite things is the yeah afterwards. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> you go from happy as shit to thinking about something in your life, like something sparks a memory. That's how it always happens. It's like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Did, are you uh, are you good at faking conversations you don't want to be a part of i've gotten a lot i hate to say this i got a lot better at it because of living here i used to have such a problem being stuck in any type of conversation i would avoid even industry parties and shit because you know being a comedian is like it's, is that my stupid phone that probably fell i'm sorry if that's buzzing uh i think who is it gary shandling said the second a comedian's comfortable at a party he's yeah. not a comedian anymore so there's always kind of that but i've gotten so much better at it you know what i got really good at People I don't remember who come up to me and you just know the way they're talking, they know you. They have a memory that they think warrants a bigger response from you. Yeah, and, and so I got really good at faking that. How would you do? I go, hey, we'll just say, hey, Brent, how you been? Just say that. Hey, Brent, how you been? Hey, man, how you doing? How long's it been? Uh, <laughs> yesterday. Wow! <laughs> didn't expect that curveball. No, I didn't. The guy in the improv class everybody hates could just throw him onto the bus. Jesus Christ! I didn't get your catchphrase. How long did it been? at UCB? Didn't expect that curveball. I said. 
Jesus. Just like Adam, you got you got to stop buttoning the scenes like you're on a show. You can't have a catchphrase in the improv in every scene. How's your sister? Well, you should know because it's you. How'd you like and that curveball? Yeah. Man, I don't want to do scenes with him anymore. Yeah, well. Yeah, if I met him, yes, then that's totally on me. That, that. Wait, but the, the how long has it been is actually a really good uh, way to how long has it been? Yeah, make I try them to go, good to see you, man, because you start running into people. Look, I, one of the things I did realize, too, is like there's such a long – here's what – okay. Now, this is good, actually, because it was, to me it was a defining moment in my life. It's just me like I'm in my 30s now, and I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm becoming an adult. Because you'll feel bad if it's somebody you're like, you don't remember me? We met like da-da-da. Yeah. Uh, okay, bro. And then you're like, I'm sorry. I realized now these same type of people that do that – are usually the people that would ignore me and never talk to me before I was on TV. So I met you one, like I had this incident, I went to this, this I went to a damn charity event for a friend and I'm just sitting there with another friend talking and this girl comes up to me, she goes, hey. And I was like, hey. And the way she was saying it, I was like, I don't know this person. I'm thinking like, oh no, but I know she thinks we know each other. And I was like, hey, she goes, do you remember me? And I go, didn't you work at him? Like she goes, no. She goes, wow, real class. And I went, and I go, well, when did we, you know what, actually, I, usually I would just be like, I'm so sorry. This time I went, you know what, when did we meet? Great. And she was like, we met each other through, I go, do I have your number? Have we ever hung out socially besides this? You know, seeing each other at something like this? I go, so where do you get off embarrassing me in front of my friends? I go, we don't know each other, do I have your number? Have we been to lunch? Have we had a conversation? Yeah. I go, have we ever done anything outside something like this? I go, so I think it's rude of you to come up and make me feel bad when I don't know you. And let's be honest, if I wasn't on TV, you wouldn't know me. So you wouldn't be coming up to me. <laughs> How do you like that curveball? <laughs> that was the most adult shit I ever did because that's Good happened you, to me dude. before and I get embarrassed and I've, I'm just I'm a natural Irish guilt. Yeah. So I'm always yeah. feeling guilty. I always think I fuck something up. And there's a great thing is like, I think that's the narcissist in me because that person's not going home thinking about me like if i'm out and some vp of like something like is there like president of warner brothers or something and i have two sentences with him and then it's like yeah good to see you and then oh man i shouldn't hug him what did i do you know like oh, those yeah. things he's not thinking about that shit at all that's just in our head and so it's like between that and then calling people out when they try to make me feel fake when they're being fake yeah. I'm like I'm just done with this shit like <laughs> it'd be great if he was thinking of it though and you went in for an audition for the head of Warner Brothers and he I know. hey it's Brent the hug guy I know well actually <laughs> shout out to him Peter Roth he actually is a hugger so that was a bad example but he always hugs but uh, so you, so I've had that happen so many times where I'm like, you piece of shit. I idiot. love that you did that, by the way, because a lot of people don't take it upon themselves to call someone out on the well, happens forced so fast. remembrance. You know, it's yeah. like it happens. <laughs> we meet so many people, and we, and the thing is, there's I always say you got there's two versions of friends, especially in LA. I've realized you have my real friends are my lunch friends, because at lunch you got to have a conversation. If you're, if I, you dinner, dinner's not a conversation. Dinner's an event. Yeah. So a lot of times you might be at a group dinner. Doesn't mean I know the person well, mm -hmm. you know? I'll remember the person. I'm not like yeah. crazy, but it, yeah. <laughs> but you can't come to me like, come on, you're one of my best friends. We've never seen each other in the sunlight. Like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> so I'm just having this battle of like, it's my Larry David 
blowouts. Yeah. Maybe because Curb's back, I that started really, doing yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. I think Curb's like back, and now I'm like, oh, trying Curb, to... Curb has made... Yeah. Curb has put... Do you hear what I just said? I go, the, people want it, the forced remembrance. And it's yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a... That's a Curb want, line. People want so badly for people to go like, you don't remember... Like, people always look for like that. You don't remember me? It's yeah. like, well, do cool shit worthy of me remembering. <laughs> and then I'll remember you. But like... I never called people... I never called people out... I, there were people that I had met, even in comedy, that I'm friends with now, that I, I, now that we're friends, I'd call them out, who literally would constantly forget who I was. But uh, I never ever would call them out because I was like, well, I wasn't memorable enough. Like, I don't, I wasn't putting it on them. Yeah. I, I just went home with that guilt. I was just like, gosh, you fucking unrecognizable piece of shit. You care? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you have good sentences? Yo, I was at the mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Having what good I sentences. do. Yeah, your sentences suck, man. Yeah. No one remembers uh, the words you said. Stupid, say. hugging idiot. You have more. exciting syllables, you piece of shit. You should have fell. You're a I, good faller. <laughs> you should have fell. <laughs> I, I met Hassan Whiteside after a show at the Miami Improv. Oh, wow. He was there. He comes up, and I started. He's like, he always said it was a good show, and then I geek out about basketball and get his number and then he gets traded to the Blazers and we actually texted like four times in like oh, cool. five months which to me is like best friend status yeah and so yeah. Uh, with a pro and then, it is. Uh, yeah for sure and so then also mid-season so I'm taking my dad to a game got us really good seats uh dad never said, did uh no my I did for my dad oh you got no I said yeah but I texted him that we're coming to the game and he was nice. like cool look for you so we're sitting there courtside under the uh hoop uh, awesome. Balls are hitting us. It was awesome, right? It was yeah. the, under the hoop. I always thought was not a good seat. It's great, but the one closest to the hoop. Yep. Every dunk and layup, you're basically just feeling and hearing. And you got a great smelling. angle of what they see uh, audience-wise. The yeah. yeah. And uh, talking shit to the ball boys. You're also hearing a <laughs> lot of. Uh, they were playing the Warriors. You're hearing the opposing team or anything on the bench, dude. I heard stuff Draymond Green said that I don't even think is legal to say in a basketball arena. That's and great. I'm like, how is how is TNT not picking this up on the mic? So Hassan's uh, warming up and he's at the baseline and a ball that he drops uh, rolls and he and he comes over and he picks it and he comes over to get it. I go, I go, what up, dog? And he goes. And I was like, oh, oh you didn't remember you. We aren't friends Oh, that all. sucks, too, because you're with your dad, too, and there's nothing cooler than an NBA player being down on, I'm like, yeah, how you doing? Oh, I told my dad. Is that go, dad? Go, he's my buddy. My dad's like, oh, son, why is You have to. Yeah, you buddy. have to. You just text him. I do a, dad, dad, daddy, daddy, daddy. It's the guy I know. It's the guy I know. Watch this. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> I do know him. All right, son. You it's keep dreaming. Guy. Oh, did I say Hassan Whiteside? I meant Dame yeah. Lillard. Yo, Dame. Nah, yeah. he's too far away, but he'll yeah. come over. He waved. He waved, Dad. No, he didn't. He was, he was getting, getting a pass. No, no. It's for me. Uh, is Curb one of your favorite shows? I'm so happy it's back. This season is so good. Uh, yeah, it is. You want to know why? Because it's like, it's like a fucking natural antidepressant. It is. I can yeah. just put it on Sunday. I don't have to think about shit. It's not like uh, I did that. I, did, I totally agree. Yeah, just get in, and it's like so he's much so the, on fire I right know. now too. Well, so many of the things he continues to do at it's amazing too that and you have to work with him in his sixties. That's I, awesome. It's great. To this day, nothing will top it. That's so cool. You know what's so funny? The filming of it is secondary to the audition. In the audition, it was more because I didn't think I was going past that. Uh, not that I didn't have like the confidence of like I can get this. I just was like. It's curb in my head. I'm like, yo, they'll get. The get... thing is, he's in the every audition reading with the people too, right? Yes. So, so that I, I just wanted the audition. I never a thousand percent. To do the and but in my head, I'm like, dude, even for a part like this, they will get like Taya Leone to do it. I don't yeah. know why I said her, <laughs> but they'll get somebody <laughs> famous. I agreed with it right away. Yeah. Like exactly. Or, <laughs> or or Omar Epps or some or, uh, or Omar Gooding from Wild and Crazy Kids. They'll get somebody famous who's done something exciting. <laughs> what a so great reference. He's behind me because it's an Uber Wild driver. Wild and Crazy Kids. Yeah, one of the best theme songs of all time. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'll get. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is. is. Great That's fun right. fact. Drink five if you're playing the Omar Gooding drinking game at home. <laughs> uh, do you know the, if you, I'll give you, 
I'll give you 20 bucks. I'll buy you lunch if you can sing the entire Wild and Crazy Kids theme song right now. I can't. Then you owe, you owe I just remember the wild you owe me twenty bucks. <laughs> wait, you made a bet. Crazy kid <laughs> bet to bet, Brent. <laughs> so wait, you secondary. So, so the audition was because he's sitting behind me. Yeah. First of all, when we shot it, it was he. It, I was at the end of a long day. I got there at noon. Funches was there. I see him. He's like, "Have a good time, Larry. Super nice. You're gonna love it." Right. And uh, and he shot at noon. I didn't shoot till six thirty. I oh, wow. took naps in my trailer, and Larry was exhausted. But we yeah. we got to do. We still did like fifteen takes. But in the audition, I made him break three times. Oh, that's that to me was amazing. like I don't even like where he had to reach over and hit me, and then I turned back. First of all, he's behind really? me. I'm in doing the audition. It. He's still behind you. Too? Yes. So oh, we set wow. up like a car. Great. And and got Allison Jones and Garland and uh, Jeff Schaefer. Or, oh, Schaefer. Was. He was. Yeah. He was. And uh, and, and Carol Leifer and uh, and I'm sitting there and and I just knew it's it hearing him talk to me outer body because then i'm like i feel like i'm listening to an episode yeah that i'm in and that was just i couldn't even wrap my crazy. head around but i knew how to build it because they were like don't try to be funny but also if you know the show I hate that note at some point comedy show. yeah, yeah at some it. point you need to plant a seed but here's why i was i was like i'm not going to be the one to instigate it i'm going to hopefully plant a seed to larry and then he'll as he does jack it up because in my head i was like i gotta get a fight i gotta get to a fight yeah with yeah him. that's all you want you that's want all i wanted so right. i said something about like him like being uh, the whole thing was on the on the sheet. It said like at one point he asks what his Uber rating is, and you tell him he's one star. That's like it. Yeah. So we're going whatever. He's like, you got any gum? I was like, no, oh, man. I was like, it's like everyone keeps asking for gum. Like blah blah. I was like, I was like, you got to bring your own gum. He's like, well, why, why, why should people have to be expected to have their own gum? I go, you want gum? You got money. You look like a guy that can afford gum. He's like, I can't afford gum. I go exactly. So next time bring it and then whatever. And then he was like asking about how his uber rating was one and i was like you got in with one star energy you know he's like what's one star energy <laughs> that's I go, great you come in here dude you look like one of these guys that like brings in chicks like they're they're fucking and they're doing sucking stuff back there he goes sucking stuff i'm not doing sucking stuff I'm like <laughs> and it started building dude and then he started laughing because i was like then he asked me to describe he goes like what like then he set me up because then we got into a rhythm and then he started throwing me things to riff on and then when he like reached up and like grabbed me it was like oh man he was like that was you know Right. And it was like, and then in my That's head, awesome. I was like, I don't even care if I get it. But it's the filming was rare. so much more lights, cameras. He did a full day. So more work had been, uh, yeah. had occurred. So I think he was, uh, you know, not as, not as loose. But the show, doesn't it make you think in curb terms when you're in everyday oh, yeah. life? All the time. I'm constantly, constantly now, but the show's back in curb moments. That's what, that I think internally, when I, actually stuck up for myself with that whole situation yes i think it's just because i had just watched curb what would larry and do? i was like what would larry do right now i because in my head i was like what would happen if i actually did the thing that i do in the car when i leave situations like this like where everything happens so fast you're apologizing profusely to somebody you don't know yes and then you're in the car going and then you know it's like when you don't have a comeback <laughs> but then the car you think of the right comeback and you're like god i should have fucking said that that's the worst have I you ever like, gone back for, for to say something yeah no, but I did pull a George Costanza once where a friend growing up, he really, he burned me so bad. And I don't even remember the context of it. And there were girls around. And so that always makes it 10 times worse, you know? Of course. And he was cool <laughs> and shit. 
you know? And well, I guess uh, you're assuming everybody's straight. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> great. Another blog. Yeah, great. Podcast is canceled now. <laughs> but I remember trying to recreate it the way uh, George Costanza did with the shrimp. I don't know if you remember the episode where oh. he was like, hey, the ocean called and they're running at a shrimp. And like everybody laughs and he doesn't have a comeback in the moment. And then he gets to Jerry's and he goes, I should have said the jerk star called. They're running out of you or something like that. Yeah. And they were like, that's not good. But he was so convinced it was that he was purposely eating shrimp to get the guy to bring that shit back up. And so then the guy says the same line. And then he says, well, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. And then he goes, doesn't matter. You're their all-time bestseller. So the guy doubled down and got him again. And then he literally goes, uh, yeah, well, I had sex with your wife. And, I, and then the guy goes, or they go, his wife is dead. <laughs> but I did try to do that. I tried to recreate it with my friend with those same people around. I don't remember the context of it because he fucking got me so bad. And I had a great comeback. And I tried to recreate it. And I remember doing that when I was like 15, trying to recreate a situation. Yeah. And then I to think, set yourself yeah, up. and he goes, would you stop? What are you doing? Like, it was really, it's hard to recreate, but yeah. I've never done the go back. Have you done the go back? No, but I've done too many of the, like, I've now, again, like watching too much of it. I get now, I'm, I'm conditioned to see the other, how people would be watching what I'm saying. So like this past week I was in Arizona, uh, visiting my girlfriend's family and I'm talking to her brother's wife about, she just finished breastfeeding her, yeah. uh, I think 18 month old uh, child. And, um, and we're sitting there and he'd just come off. He just like, right. And, uh, and he's sitting there hanging out and I, it just was like a thing that I looked over and we kind of like, it was, I sat down on the couch where everyone's watching TV and I was like, Hey, and she was kind of holding them and just close up. And I just was like, Seems like conversation should continue about what just happened. So I go, does it hurt? I just felt like I needed <laughs> yeah. to say something. And she was like, you know, like it depends. And then I found myself, you know, sometimes you're trying to overly push yourself to make small talk with your oh, yeah. family. You're like, yeah. let me just try to get it going and I'll hopefully trust myself to navigate it down a safe path. Yeah. So I start being like, breastfeeding is our topic here. Let's see where this goes. So I'm like, does it hurt? Does he know how to, to does he grip on too hard? And then uh, she's like, well, you know, it's, she goes, the nipples are sensitive. I go, they're very sensitive. She goes, yeah. And then I was like, yeah. And then she's like, uh, so, you know, when he's sucking, she's like, he's sucking on it. And then like, you know, there's, there's milk and sometimes there's not enough milk. And he knows, I go, does he know how to go for uh, how long he should go? She, can he, can, how, what's the max that he can breastfeed? And then I literally hear myself <laughs> across the room being like, if I were her husband and I heard me being like, so when he's not going to get daddy, which is not what I'm saying, but yeah. I heard myself, I felt like I was Larry. And if the husband of her came over being like, hey, can I talk to you for a second, Larry? Yeah. Don't ask my wife about her breastfeeding. Because yeah, 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 yeah. it felt like a weirdly personal thing that yeah. was a very normal. Those are my nipples, <laughs> not your nipples. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my kid. You're asking what, you're, you want to know what my kid, what his, what his lips are doing yeah. on her tits? Why do you care if he's full or not full? Why, why, how do, well, do you know? That's what he would say. And then Larry would be like, well, she's doing it at the party. If yeah. you're doing it, I get to ask. Yeah, you know? which is kind of, you know, it's like, well, she's doing it out in public. Yeah. Yeah. That became totally. a big uproar for a while, didn't it? The, the gals Breast. doing it in public. The gals. <laughs> at least I'm not my brother-in-law. He's like the broads. The broads. <laughs> Mark knows Tim. He still, he still says broads, which is hilarious. And endearing. Is he from Jersey or something? <laughs> no, he's from Everett, Washington. Oh, well, that doesn't make Shout sense. Shout out to Everett, yeah. It's kind of funny when you hear somebody, like my brother-in-law just doesn't, he's a sweet dude, but when he says broad, he just, you're like, oh, you, you're a product of your environment. You just came up in a time and an area 
and maybe a household where broad was like sorry, a bird look, a bird flew by and for a second I was like I don't know if this guy's not going to come straight to the I don't know what you're doing I was like <laughs> well, people listening at home <laughs> Adam was just talking to me and we're on the 18th floor of this building so if you're the way he was looking at me but then looking behind me out the window with concern for all I know, it's a meteor. Like, yeah. like I saw 9-11 vibes in your eyes. You had 9-11 eyes right there. I, I was like, what the fuck is he looking at? Did Gabriel write that? No, there was a, there was a condor <laughs> looking bird. A real word? There was a hawk eyes. or a condor or a velociraptor or an avatar shark that was <laughs> fucking doing... Oh, dude. Oh, it, man, your eyes. Yeah. Oh, I got so scared. Can I be honest? I got almost face-fucked by a pigeon about six weeks ago what? at the gas station. I was filling up my car with the gas and a bird chose the front of my face as its path of flight and I've never been more terrified probably in the last 20 years. The gas is a very mindless activity. You're sitting there, you're pumping, you're just yeah. like, you're leaving your face open and susceptible for flybys. And I'm just like, like this. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, I just turn and this pigeon goes, and I went, <laughs> and there was a woman filling up next to me. She goes, what happened? I go, a bird. And she goes, what? And I was like, a bird flew by. <laughs> so, sorry. So you have a lot a little, of PTSD. For yeah, that. man. I've got a little, this bird just went this way. And I don't know, in my, for whatever reason, I just, I, I saw it doing this. Yeah, you got real scared, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That was uncalled. I would understand it if I was speaking and I'm, you know, and you were looking out the window. I'd be like, oh, I'm just being boring. But you were talking, and yeah. you're, all of a sudden, Wait, you show, left your own conversation yeah, you to look behind. Show me, me what you did. I want you to act it, and maybe we can get into this. This cam. is for this right. one. So this is you, so this. No, let this be the window. That's I where, would say that's me. Okay, so yeah, and then you look at I'm Wait. the window. Okay, now I'm so confused. This is the once again worst improv trip right out. Man. So Can we you're the window. Justin? So you guys are the window. So you guys are the window. The audience. Guys. You guys are all bears. All right. All right. Go with that. Bears. Right. You're a bear. Uh, um, no. So so you, this is me, and then I'm the window when you break focus. Wait. No no no. Look at me. That's the window. So you're talking oh, no, no. to me. Be me. Well, do. Am, <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you want me to show you? Audience. How I'm Liam Neeson. All, you're Taylor Dead Leone. silent audience. All how, you hear is, how like is two it coughs. Yeah. Like, <coughs> how is it that you two assholes get every part? I booked nothing. <laughs> like the worst fucking, like a cruise ship improv troupe. <laughs> really have one IMDb credit. You guys have 50, you fucks. Well, now you're throwing me off because do you want me to do it? This way, so that the people at home can see me do it. Because if that's the case, I would just treat the people at home. This is not America's Funniest Home Videos. You're still going. No, okay, okay. So you're talking to me, but that's where the bird. That's where you see the bird. Okay. Wait, that's where I see. But that won't work for what we're doing. <laughs> because what I'm saying is, <laughs> you didn't like move your head. You moved your eyes. So if I'm okay. talking to you and that's the window, oh, yeah, yeah. then I'd have to do this. That's n kind of okay, not. No, that's not, you're right. So what? All right. So what? Actually, you now that I did it, I... <laughs> who's actually, the bird? Actually, actually, you be the bird and jump up. Actually, actually, now that I did it, I actually that can't be the window. Okay, you and talk to me. Window. I'm me though in this. Yeah. Yes. Wait. We're, no. we're getting no. We've got yeah. no. Oh, I'm no, you. I, yeah. I'm you. Do you want me to demonstrate what you did? Yes. I want you to do me. <laughs> I'm, I'm Brent Morin. You're Adam Ray. Who's That's the first? window and action. You know what's great about the fact that these windows are open is that we could just do a time cut and it's nighttime. We're still doing this yeah. shit. <laughs> no, so wait a minute. Let me get this straight. So we're You're the window. <laughs> Am I the bird or the or the or you? Uh, all right. So here we go. 
I'm I'm Brent. You're Adam. That's the window where you see the bird. So yeah, I'm talking. This is Brent, what Adam did. This, this is, is what you. This did. is what I did. I'm talking. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Were, okay, great. Adam was talking. Great. <laughs> so anyway, so that's when I that's when I that's when I. You know what's so crazy about that? I, sometimes I think about uh, you know I'm looking at her nipples and I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't be looking at her. <laughs> I did it, but so what I'm saying is it's like you know what? sometimes you get caught in that conversation. <laughs> oh my do, god! Is that you were this? You went from what is that to oh my god to uh oh to. Should I keep going? Like, I looked back that many times? Yeah, you were like, so anyway, the thing is that happened with the... <laughs> every time too, it makes me laugh. Oh, my Dude, God. You, you, we, what else would motivate me to go? looking? By the way, we're going to have to cut back in slow-mo to see my eyes and do a zoom-in. Sam in post, can we do that? Yeah. So anyway, the thing is with the, the nipple that, that happens sometimes is that you have to really realize that there's something that... <laughs> Oh, God, that's terrifying. We've been all around the world. I was just waiting for a big shadow. shadow. (laughs) Like it's fucking Independence Day or something. I thought we were just getting covered with a shadow. Uh, And now that I know the pigeon story, I understand. It's a big fear. Dude, I now have to add that to my list of concerns when I walk outside. That's what I was going to ask you. You have like, because sometimes you don't realize you're scared of something until something like that happens. I have that with uh, gooses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or swans swans Greg, not Greg gooses Greg, yeah gray goose geeses is it gooses yeah when you ordered swan gooses a swan Sony. chased me as a kid and ever since now I see swans I stay away from them wait what are you gonna say if you order two gray gooses do you say geese yeah yeah, yeah. I think two gray goose two gray geese Dion Cole has Dion Cole has a great bit about that he, does he he goes <laughs> he goes uh, or he goes uh, if I'm ordering two uh, if I'm ordering vodka soda is it gray gooses? He goes, or is it geeses? So then he goes, "Fuck it, give me a flat of vodka." Yeah. <laughs> Flock of vodka. Oh That's my like, god, he's so he's, funny. And, uh, he's so uh, funny. And he's well, like, these huh? stories so are. Hot. So what? Huh? I got, yeah, dude. I got yeah, he's one. fucking. He's toned up, man. I meant he was on fire, but also now. Uh, now he got <laughs> in great I shape. Did mean physically. He did. Well. Yeah. Um, I used to call him when I worked at Conan. He was, you know, fat. Yeah. And then he lost that weight, and uh, he ended up. Uh, he lost that weight. And I said to him, I go, this isn't good, man. And he goes, what, what do you mean, B? And I went, you got a drama body now. And I go, I go, you can't do comedy anymore. Yeah. This is a drama body. This is good. This is powerful movie body. <laughs> so I kept calling this him drama, drama body. This is best friend buddy, you know? Drama body. Yeah. yeah he's a good looking man. He is. Anyway. Crushing. There's this craziest thing seized by customs and border protection. Well, so here. Why so Yeah. So this is, this? is uh, we like to, on this uh, on this new ALN, uh, tackle the, uh, the, the, uh, the stories and the headlines that aren't getting all the national news attention that maybe oh, they deserve. Nice. In a segment we like to call, wait, uh, huh? <laughs> Mark, what's our first story? The nine craziest things, only one is important. The nine craziest things seized by Customs and Border Protection. Think you guys are going to love this? Live pigeons. <laughs> live pigeons? Those pigeons wow. aren't alive anymore. Yeah, it goes perfect with what we were just talking about. Wait, too. these are the nine things that are the most, uh, what are they again? Popular? Craziest, craziest things. things. Okay, great. Seized at Customs and Border Protection. Now, really quick, before you scroll down past this, when That's I got- That's shit, huh? When I got arrested for pot in Arizona <laughs> by some- no joke, the kid couldn't have been older than 19. I don't think he even knew that it was pot. And I was trying to make small talk because I forgot I had the joints 
in my backpack and it's going through and I'm like, fuck, is this going to be a big deal? Oh, you mean NTSA? Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know if this is legal or not in Arizona. I didn't do my homework. So we're coming through yeah. and I just start, I'm like, you know what? Chum them up. This is what I always do. I go chum up the person, yeah. get the small talk going so that they don't, they get distracted. So I go, here's my opening line. I go, you must see some crazy shit coming through these uh, security <laughs> things. Huh? He's like, why would you leave it know. that way? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> Pot's probably definitely not one of them, right? Hopefully. Should, man, I got attacked by a pigeon once. <laughs> what? And he wouldn't look at shit. You don't it's bring right up there. the things yeah. doing. Yeah. So what kind of things do you find out people? Well, I asked him, I go, and then my second, he goes, he goes yeah, he goes, he goes, a lot of crazy stuff. And then I go, uh, I go, I go, how many dildos do you think you found in the last year? And then he goes, 15. Didn't even hesitate. And I was like, yeah, that's why I asked. I go, got Sandy, that's why I asked. And then he literally just holds up a thing and he goes, oh, no. Oh, he liked you. He goes, oh, um, I think I have to go find somebody, is what he said. And I was like, no, no, you don't. You would be fine. It's fine. It's fine. He pulled me over. They read me my rights. They're like, it's probably not going to be a big deal because, you know, it's pot. And yeah. it's like, you're not causing a scene. And I go, tell him I'm a comic. I'll get you guys free tickets. I go, tell him I have kind eyes. I'm cooperative. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. like, I'll tell him what I'll tell him. I was like, fair enough. And uh, and then nothing happened. But um, but uh, this kid saying that dildos came through a lot. That was very surprising. Wait, so nothing happened? They'd let you go on I was fine, yeah. yeah. They just took the joint? No fine, no nothing. They just took the pot, yeah. yeah. It's also super weird as a carry-on, a dildo. That's a, You pack that up. You pack that up. That's true. You're coming on with a dildo? Why do you need to get that dildo so quick? Well, a 14-hour yeah. flight. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's horny. Yeah, you know, okay. She's got something going on. Yeah, you're right. You can't wait to uh, also. It's got to feel great. Can you? We don't have a. We don't have an equivalent for that. What do we have? I mean, it's a penis that vibrates in you. What do we have? (laughs) (laughs) We don't have something like that for masturbation for men. Yeah. Nothing with dignity like that. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, we have nothing that we could celebrate. Yeah. How about the sex doll thing on Curb? Yeah, that was great. So good. I know. I don't think I'll ever get to a point to where that becomes a part of my routine. Uh, Divine got me a fleshlight uh, last uh, last holiday season. I gave it away to somebody on stage, and it sat in the back of my trunk for a good four weeks. And I was like, "You got to take it out. Like, either take it out and use it, or give it to a stranger." Uh, were my two options. And uh, but there are people that use these things all the time. Have you? Have I? <laughs> yeah. No. The, the thing you? is, at comedy festivals, no. have you? They love to do the gift bags, and uh, I think at uh, Moon Tower they gave that away. I did like the second year of Moon Tower yeah. Comedy Festival, which is a great festival in Austin, Texas. Go check it out. Truly one of the um, But they gave away a flashlight, and I remember it was so funny because you could tell the comedians they used it. Yeah. And uh, I tried it, and, uh, <laughs> and? I, I didn't get it. Yeah. It's weird. And so I was like, this is stupid. But I remember it was a bunch of like, I don't want to say cardigan wearing comics, but there were a bunch of people that sure. were, they were like, I believe we've got a flashlight. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And I was thinking, well, that guy you definitely used it. Yeah. I remember Santino then comes, Andrew Santino comes down. He goes, yeah, he goes, hey, Santino. Like, it's a group of them, like, giggling. Like, that you know that night, that first night, they must have used it because everybody's acting like, weird, right? Yeah, why would they yeah. give it to us? This is Santino walks up, and he goes, what's going on, guys? They're like, hey, Santino, you believe they get a flesh? He goes, oh, yeah, I tried it out right away. And he goes, you didn't try it? You obviously fucking tried it. Look at you. And Brent, you tried it. I go, I tried it. You know, <laughs> people are, like, scared to just say. He goes, tried it right away. No Stupid. Further. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just admitting it. it Is it also funny. a flashlight? Okay, let's be. move on. Uh, <laughs> scroll down to the uh, the next thing that is... Uh, so live pigeons. To me, it's also like, why does this say seized? Just let this guy go. These are his boys. 
right here. There's no way that these pigeons are like in actual trouble. No, also, they no way. They're, they're alive. Don't they suffocate like that? Suffocate. This is his crew. There's pigeons in the United States. If you're coming here with these, clearly you're, you're close with these two. Where are you taking pigeons to? Why can't you Home. just carry on a pigeon? You're bringing them with you. A carrier pigeon. Carry yeah. a pigeon. That's where the term came from. What's so hard about bringing a pigeon through TSA? I always think about Sebastian. His voice comes into my head when I see something like this. Like, where are you going that you got to get pigeons there? That's funny. Yeah. But you know, like a funny bit? Yeah. Uh, scroll down. Scroll down. <laughs> that was a good Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this, I don't you know, Egyptian mummy linen, this is nothing, but then live tarantulas right oh, here. Dude, yeah. creatures. People love to travel with creatures. Yeah. Tarantulas confiscated by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. <clears throat> December 3rd, 2010, handout photo released to, to Reuters. Yeah. How are you reading that? <clears throat> you, you know, it's I also, don't know. You, you could see that? Yeah. I think I need glasses. You know, it's also weird. It actually kind of matches our chairs here at the office. This guy. Oh, man, dis that? Man disguised as car seat. <laughs> Wait a second. This is the Wait, is that to go over the border or something? I'm sure. Enrique Aguilar con coronavirus, a 42-year-old Mexican national hides in the seat of a vehicle as part of an attempt to illegally immigrate. Also, it's like to the US man. at the uh, San Ysidro border crossing in California, June 7th, 2001. Wow, dude. You also go, "Yo, man, you didn't think about covering your face?" <laughs> yeah, the most important part of the getaway. <laughs> Because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I bet he, he was like, I got it. I'm yeah. going to be a seat. And then he did it. And it looked so bad. And then he, I, how stupid did he look when he's like, so? Does it look good? <laughs> he had that. Friends went, yeah, man, it looks like a seat. And they were like, it doesn't look like a seat at all. Just come on. Well, he'll get caught. We'll get out of here. They go, Craig, cover your face. He goes, I want to see your reaction when you saw me. <laughs> Sir, your chair is breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's not bad, though. He got most of it covered. You got to cover your arm. <laughs> All right, scroll down. It's impressive. Yeah. Black market baloney. <laughs> Which is like, implies there's good baloney. Like, you know, the shitty stuff. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Isn't all baloney pretty terrible? <laughs> yeah, it's totally. supposed to be, right? It's totally, but it is great. It's like great, but it's terrible. What is baloney, by the way? I think it's like a mix of a lot of shit. I, I have no idea. Like, I don't even think Taco Bell would use bologna in their tacos. It's something you eat when you overdraft your checking account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had a lot of bologna sandwiches. That's it's also single mom say, snacks. It's one of those. You know what? I've actually thought anytime bologna's brought up, uh, which happens all the time in my life, barely. <laughs> I, got a lot of, I got a lot of dorky friends that go, oh, bologna. Wow. Cut that. Um, <laughs> how cool. That's cuttable. But I've always wanted a bologna sandwich again just because of my childhood. Me too. I've been thinking about it. I can't find it and I wouldn't buy it. Nostalgic foods are, a, are coming back, dude. White bread, American cheese, bologna, <laughs> yeah. mayonnaise. That's a great texture. You know it what I'm is. talking about? You go white, through that. White bread? Yeah. Do you cut off the uh, crust? You do wheat bread. You're nothing but a snob. You got to do Yeah, white I was bread. always yeah. Wonder Bread kid. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Whatever happened to them? I don't know. Wonder Bread, because Wonder Bread also did, uh, no, hostess. I remember one time, I remember as a kid, a few of the times I got real excited. When I saw that you could sign up to to be on Double Dare, uh, when I saw a uh, when I saw um, uh, a hostess truck drive by, that's how you know I was a true fat kid. I got excited <laughs> when a hostess truck drove by in the neighborhood, and I was like, "Dude, I'm so close to getting all those Twinkies!" All I had to do was chase down the truck, get the guy to stop, convince him that my mom didn't have money to buy those things. Yeah. You had a whole plan. I had a whole plan. All right, so. Uh, What's in, what's uh, is that it for the uh, the rest were just kind of mostly live animals, nothing too interesting, honestly. By the way, black market baloney. What? It, but what? All right. It was because it was too much baloney. Yeah, it's Oscar Mayer's uh, mortal enemy. Chimex. Yeah, dude. Chimex <laughs> does not sound like the company I want to be eating sandwiches. It's from. frozen. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. 
Why, okay. why just let the man have his bologna? You guys like to see some. Uh... <laughs> All right, take it easy, man. <laughs> no, this is bullshit. Yeah. This is the problem. This is bologna. Would you guys uh, like to see uh, the move of the day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, truck driver performs dangerous U-turn into oncoming traffic on highway, gets arrested. And at first I go, Jesus, what kind of U-turn do you deserve an arrest for? And then I saw this. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Let Brent put his headphones on. <laughs> Ow, I just poked myself in the eye. Jesus. All right, I'm not doing well today. Let's throw you want me to expand this. it? Yeah. Okay. Bang. Here we go. Okay. No idea. That's fine. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, he's going the wrong way. <laughs> he keeps going, which is, the, he's like, you know what? I'm in, I'm, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> Dude, shit. Oh, God. Uh, I wow. think that yeah. was pretty impressive. Brilliant. Dude, that was brilliant. Adding that right there. Wow. Yeah, that was brilliant. I think that's I, uh, pretty impressive. He must have just accidentally went on the wrong side, right? And then... Well, you just start driving again. Do, do things like that give you anxiety and go, oh, I should just stick to the Uber life? No. Uh, I think, I think yeah. once you get down the wrong way, though, once you're down there and you're safe, you call the police. You go, look, I came down the wrong way. Someone get over here. Yeah. I don't think you just like... Why did he get arrested for that? Man, I really have a be terrible... <laughs> <laughs> like small town sheriff. Hey, you guys, just you gotta go to that neighborhood. That guy, he'll let anything slide. Yeah, I'll tell you where the real shit. Baloney. Going there's fucking pigeons. You black turn market baloney. Yeah, the go, highway's the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah, we go like this. We blackmail this guy to to uh, import our black market baloney. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy we need. I don't know how those guys do that job. <clears throat> Driving one of those damn rigs. Oh, dude, when I meet these guys at comedy shows, they're like, I drive Orange Crush from coast to coast. I'm like, it's terrifying. To take me. all my money, dude. Yeah. And you did a U-turn in that truck? Absolutely. Georgia man takes down shoplifting suspect with grocery cart during police chase caught on video. That sounds awesome. Of yeah, dude. There's up. certain headlines that are just like, I can't wait to click. And of course. Do we need cans for this one? <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't know. Right. Go ahead. Some of them have sound, some don't. Boom. You push this for play, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big triangle in the middle. It's not playing. Oh, uh, yeah, it is a triangle, right. isn't it? Hold on. Never Shut think about a play button that it's Shit, a I'm going to have to hit re reset on this one. Shopping Hold on. Grocery now, just think, if he, if he was well, able to actually start the video, well, I wouldn't sound like the idiot talking about triangles and play buttons. <laughs> <laughs> because of you, I'm going to look like a moron now. I, think I also uh, have, this is close to my heart because the grocery store life and carts, I chased uh, out of the <laughs> store to stop a guy who was robbing uh, the store once of deodorant. A guy stole uh, like a bag of deodorant, and my boss goes, get him. Said, get him. You and worked at the grocery store? Albertsons for four years, all through high school. Shit. And ran out the grocery store to chase the guy, and then he just like swung the bag of deodorant around like that and threw it at me. Holy you so got, got it back? Really? Yeah, yeah. Walked back through. It was the greatest day ever. Never got employee of the month either, and I was very upset about really? it. Really? Yeah. That's a legitimate gripe. But then I also was like honest. My boss was like, what'd you do? And I was like, I ran after him, and they threw it at me. And he was like. All right. But if I was like, I tackled him to the ground, I said, give me the deodorant back, you <laughs> son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. You guys ready? Uh-huh. It's going. We got no sound, huh? No sound. Union or out, step it up. Oh, there we go. go. Here we go. Out one in Walmart. <laughs> 85 Bush Bar. Love the angle. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got This is the better footage. <laughs> Wait, who's Robin who? Little vigilante, little vigilante justice right here. This guy's taking it in. Oh! Nice move. Oh! <laughs> oh my God. That was great. This dad is a hero. This is better than, Le than LeBron's dream shake. 
I Dude, be. look at the timing on this too. I could see. <laughs> he put his arm. <laughs> I don't think he needed a cart for that many groceries, though. Yeah. <laughs> seems like too bad yeah dude you know? one thing of bread one thing of milk <laughs> yeah, yeah it's weird it was a really light bag that's one of those lazy... i think i could do that time... i could see myself instinctually doing that time the cart into the person well just the idea that cops are chasing him i wouldn't be scared of the guy if i saw him running like that if he wasn't holding a gun now grocery store could, parking lots i could do that are where i think a lot of dudes will step up to the plate without questioning what's going on right because yeah. you're like how much violence can truly be uh possible in this moment right yeah pushing a cart into a guy if you miss him, the guy keeps running. You tried. You did your best. But also, if you do miss, do you look like a true pussy? Because everyone's like, why don't you chase him? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, I had a cart, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd have that timing. I think I would push the cart, but I could see myself missing, hitting somebody's car and then having to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a curb moment right That's there. That's a curb moment, yeah. Uh, all right, last one. Uh, th let's do this one. Wait, what was Wait, the one about yeah. the girl that was... Um, too attractive? Yeah. Okay, too yeah, attractive? <laughs> Woman claims she's been kicked off Tinder because she's too attractive. Holly Valentine, look, look at this up for me. Yeah, but <laughs> Holly Valentine name's Holly often Valentine. shares saucy photos. Are we still saying the word saucy to describe a provocative pic in England? Saucy photos saucy. on on her popular social media pages, but insists that all snaps on her Tinder profile were clean. Well, let's get to the bottom of this. There's Holly. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, Brent. You know. <laughs> She kind of looks fake there, though. She Just lives in L.A. Looks Scroll like up for me. She looks like a yeah. It looks like a filter pick. A model claims she was kicked up there because attractive. That men she matched with thought she was fake. Uh -huh. Travels around the world. She signed up for the paid version of the site, which allows you to see people anywhere in the world and upload a number of cute snaps. While she often shares saucy photos on Instagram, she insisted all the photos on her dating profile were clean because she's shy when it comes to dating, as as explained in this picture. Scroll down, Mark. Yeah. Real shy. It, it's funny that you say that she looked fake too. Because when you're in a bra, you're not shy. Well, I'm right? saying it looks like one of those apps where you can make your eyes bigger and your lips smaller and your chin. Right. No cheekbones. Like, yeah, that you. Those are the, those little like face changing, beautifying. So she's locked things. out of the app. Tried to re-download it. All right. Is there a story here? Plus, you meet girls. You meet, you meet, <laughs> is there a story? What is, what is you run the paper, don't you? Hot <laughs> girl has bad day. <laughs> Next story, Mark. Story here. Next story. One more. You, with, like, you guys, want, some, you guys want something heartwarming or something you guys would probably get yourselves into? Let's do what you guys would get yourself into. How about <laughs> this? Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire was arrested for allegedly allegedly masturbating while watching porn in his SUV in a public parking lot. How do you show Jesus. back up in a dugout when you've been arrested for this? <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah, Nick coming in playing devil's advocate. Property. Uh, wow, dude. I mean, in a rush. first of all, where is he in the starting rotation? You know? Yeah, is he a starter? Does he go does from he number four to number two? Or does he get pushed to the bullpen? Oh, I don't have enough. Actually, you can't put him in the bullpen. That's too many chances for him to jerk off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of downtime. <laughs> you well, you know, like you're playing the whole fucking game from now on, so we can <laughs> yeah, keep an yeah. eye on you. <laughs> you're pitching four innings every game. Uh, That's wow. going to be so funny in the clubhouse. I don't know. Let's I've never... Him. I mean, look, doing it... Yeah, how to, about this? Cops say after they rolled up in the parking lot, they saw McGuire with his shirt barely covering his genitals and his sweatpants around his ankles. <laughs> I mean, this is the only thing going to happen to a fucking guy. We go, I can't even wait one more second. In a park, in the parking lot. Did it say what parking lot? What if he was also? <clears throat> it'd be great in that video of the guy throwing the cart at the robber. If the camera panned <laughs> yeah, over and you just saw Reese McGuire, <laughs> he's like, "Should I get out to help?" Was well, it at the Blue Jays parking lot? Yeah, he just yeah, left the game. I was like, it, "I gotta do it now." Dude, yeah. Do you think it was after a win or a loss? 
Isn't it? Let me ask you a question. When they said parking lot, they didn't name it. What were you thinking? I'm going to say what I was thinking, where my mind went visualizing this. Before my head went to the joke, which was the grocery store callback video. I was thinking grocery store parking lot. For sure. That, I thought, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I thought Target. I thought busy parking lot. Yeah. But but because it shouldn't be. He probably thought busy because no one's looking for that. Yeah. Because if, it's, if there's no one around, maybe there's more chance for someone to see one solo car in a parking lot where there's not a lot of action. You've also got to consider how many family members are still alive. Like if your parents are still alive, you can't do shit like this. Oh, you're making Thanksgiving a little more fun for everybody else. You got to go back to the kids' table if you do this. They go. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. is so weird. But why can I be honest? No, just why would you just knock and go? Dude, you got. You'd be a terrible go cop. somewhere. Yeah, you, you know. You'll See, be... <laughs> you got to come to my town. <laughs> Brent Town. It just seems like so Easy much town, to USA. <laughs> arrest somebody for jerking off. Just tell them to get out of here. You know, like the squirrels, you know, in your yard. Yeah. Like, go get. <laughs> Does that work? No. I actually, Go get squirrels. Squirrels have been taking over my backyard. You got like a crazy. fucking dope ass house, and where you guys record the lines, then which everyone should download and subscribe because uh, the show's killer. Jay and Brent have a an amazing dynamic, but the uh, the set it's, it's just not what it was. Yeah, it's what it was. It's amazing. You have this cool ass house and have all these rooms that some of them look like they're out of Boogie Nights. Some <laughs> yeah. look like they're out of Mary Poppins. Like uh -huh. it's just like a, a nice, fun. I'm a decor. silly man. You're selling the house? No, I said I'm a silly man. You moved yeah. out of your old place? Uh, I'm not in an apartment, no. Oh. I got a house now. With a pool? But these, these, these squirrels have really taken over. I, I Insta story about it. The dynamic. They dominated me. They, they're like, they've claimed the backyard. They eat all the fruit, and, and they stopped eating like nuts, so they got real fat. And they, one of them looks at me every morning, because like, there's a window by my bed, and he has no tail. Something happened out there to him. <laughs> and I named him Butch, and he would look at me, Every morning. People don't believe me. They didn't believe me about the tail of squirrel. Then I started post when I captured him. I started uh, uh captured him. Oh, captured him on video. Captured him on video. Oh, okay. <laughs> when then I found Jason, him up on the net, put him in the bathtub. <laughs> Jason who's in line uh, on the lion's den with me, he was like, I thought you were lying about the squirrel with no tail. I go, Okay. Really? You think one, you thought I was lying and you didn't even call me out? So you yeah. just think I'm some lunatic talking about tailless squirrels? We're like best friends. Uh, this squirrel used to watch me every morning, and I, I was wondering what what's the deal here? Are they aggressive, or are we gonna be friends? Because I, you know, I've, I allow men, uh, but this one squirrel will look at me, and one morning I was just staring at him, and he's staring at me, and I was like, "What's your problem?" Like I'm just looking at him because he's looking at me every morning. He looks at me, and this one morning where I go, "What?" Just through the window, he can't hear me. He leaps at my window and hits it as hard as he can. Oh, shit. And I went, oh. So now I'm a little <laughs> Wait, Give me that noise again. I went, oh, because <laughs> I, I was scared. I'm like vulnerable. And it's just, he had no fear. And now it's like I can hear him all the time. And they're eating my fruit. They take fruit from neighbors' houses and they eat it in, front of, in front of me where the sliding door is and looks at me. Can you not get access Dominate. to fruit? Why are they taunting you with fruit? I have fruit. They just want to take the big ass fruit and munch in front of me. They want me to look at me eat your fruit. It's because you're new on the block. They really dominate me, dude. Prison rules. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have me. And now they're getting so fat because they usually run on the house where they're so fat now. It just sounds like sounds like elves running on my fucking roof now because it's, it's so loud now. It's like... <laughs> yeah, you don't I'm anticipate like, fat squirrels being a part of your... Because they used to be delicate on their little feet. Yeah. Now they're fucking loud, man. 
And so what's the next move? Do you call an exterminator? No, I'm kind of trying to bridge the gap here because uh, one of them doesn't run away. See, like some of them like they scatter, but this one doesn't run away. So I'm trying to bridge the gap. Maybe sit down. He sits with me. We discuss terms. Visitation <laughs> <laughs> <Mr>. rights. <laughs> you brought bring a lawyer with a little briefcase. Yes. <laughs> I mean, listen. I have a room filled with lion pictures. I have a room filled with pandas. You do called the panda room. I love it. I love the fact that when people come to my house, I have squirrels that I'm friends with that are just around my feet. Cinderella did it <laughs> with mice. You gotta Rodent live a family. silly life, boys. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, where can people get the lines then? A lines, it's everywhere, available yep. on all the things. And YouTube, you guys got the video, which is great. Yeah, and we're doing the video of it. You know, we're building it. We're only eight episodes in, and there's like it's so many things we're figuring out and trying yeah. to learn. You get better at it for yep. sure, but it's uh, it's not like this. This is a production, Jesus. Well, look, we got um, our, we got these chairs that are set for falls. Uh, it, it is. We got, jo we got joke uh, joke furniture. You'll work up to that. <laughs> terrifying birds, apparently. Yeah. The fear in your eyes, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, are you touring right now? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to do, I have a few dates. I'm March 19th to the 21st, I'm in Philly at the Philly Punchline. Oh, great. And then I'm in Man. April, I'm in Tempe, I think April 2nd to the 5th. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And Jason Collins is going to be with me on both those dates. So if you're a Lion's Den fan, come see him. Come out and be enjoy. Be better him. than me. Uh, and then in town shows all the yeah, time. Yeah, comedy store all the yeah. time. You know, the, you know what we do, the racket. <laughs> you mean the circuit? <laughs> the circuit? The racket? Man, racket I got moose on my face, dude. Good night, everybody. We'll everywhere. see you next week. <laughs> everywhere. Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888 surgery.